0: Hey guys, welcome to Water Story Podcast, where I welcome on some of my favorite guests to speak about their testimonies, because in Revelations chapter 12, verse 11, it speaks about how we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony. So I pray that as you listen to these conversations, that you truly just feel like you're sitting here with us and just taking in the glory of God and His goodness and believing that you too can overcome. And I hope these stories help you. Hey guys, welcome back. Things are going a little bit different this week. We went ahead and just jumped straight into the conversation. Beforehand, I kind of want to give you a little update of what we're going to be talking about. So Nemesee reached out to me. She informed me that October is infant loss and pregnancy loss awareness month. So she just really wanted to touch base on that and talk about her story and how God has helped her with that. So I hope we can grow as the body of Christ together and to pray for one another, to comfort one another, to be there for one another. So, so I pray as you listen to Nemesis's story that you'll hear the love of Christ is there. That his strength is made perfect in our weakness.
1: Okay. So,
2: since this month is a lot of things. Like breast cancer awareness, Mm -hmm. lung awareness, you know, cancer. But it's also pregnancy loss and infant
1: Mm -hmm.
2: awareness. And that's the one that I'm going to talk about. The steps of leading up towards the ultrasound and leading up towards the grieving process. Because I want a lot of people... You know, it took me a while to be able to be like, okay, this is something I really want to do. This is something because a lot of people don't talk about mm-hmm. miscarriages or anything like that because it's like you don't want people to look at you differently. Right. And I feel like a lot of women out there are going through that, and I don't want I want to be able to be a voice to them mm-hmm. and be able to tell them, you know, just because you had that doesn't mean something's wrong with you, doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you can't have kids, mm-hmm. doesn't mean a lot of stuff because that's exactly what ran through my head like today, you know, a fear is like what if people labels? you know, what mm-hmm. if they label you as the one that can't have kids? Yeah. And that's a big fear of mine because they don't know that. Right. So don't label me mm-hmm. as something and, and I feel like that's one of the reasons why a lot of women don't speak of it mm-hmm. because they don't want to be labeled buy something yeah. and so I just want to encourage women to talk about it more and even if someone just says oh did you hear about what's her name not being able to have kids she so having a miscarriage just go out there with strong faith and everything knowing right. that you know, you know who you are
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you don't have to be labeled as something else. I got my guy pregnant in last month which was November no last month was September got pregnant in September miscarried this the 1st of October. So then that happened. I'm trying to understand mm-hmm. what's going on. I'm mm-hmm. tr- you know I went to the doctor the when it happened before because I went to the urgent care because the, there's like a pregnancy urgent care mm-hmm. and so I went there because there was bleeding. Chris met me there because he was already there at the hospital and then after that we went there He told us, and we were like, okay, and then I go to the doctor, and like, he was so, he had so much encouragement. He was saying... Your doctor? Yeah. I didn't feel it. You Mm. know, I, like, I didn't want to hear that. Mm -hmm. I wanted to hear facts. I I wanted to hear, this is what's wrong, this is what's going on, this is what's going to happen, and everything. I didn't want to hear, you're going to be okay, you're going to, you're going to make it. I wanted to, I didn't want to hear it. He was talking to me, he's like... You know, it happened one out of four times and everything of a pregnant woman. And he was saying, um, I know a lot of people that have had pregnancy and they made it through it. They have had m- multiple kids. And then he's saying that uh, usually whenever you miscarry between nine weeks and down, it's usually something through either their lungs and f- fully developed right mm-hmm. or something like that. But then if, they, if you miscarry from 10 and up, that means something happened, like something, you did something. Not saying that you 100% did something, it's just like there's more something that happened than Mm -hmm. the development, Mm -hmm. like something that's going on. With with your body? Yeah. Yeah. And so he wasn't concerned about that and everything. But I wanted to go in there with, we're gonna run these tests, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. Like for results. Yeah. Yeah. So he was just telling me, you have so much support here around you and everything. I was just like, why is everyone giving me all this positivity? You know? Why like why is my husband just telling me it's gonna be okay or why is my mom saying this? You know. Because I was just like, I don't know if it is, you know? Mm-hmm. And like sometimes, like right now I'm I'm kinda of still a little bit lost, like, you know, mm-hmm. I've just been praying about it and giving it to the Lord because honestly I I just can't take it. Can't like understand mm-hmm. and that's okay. I'm still trying to out how positive should I be you know Mm -hmm. like do I continue to go through this Mm -hmm. um, or do I continue towards adoption another thing it's me is that a lot of people don't understand about like my sister-in-law she was I got pregnant and then she went with me to my ultrasound the first time and everything went okay I got to hear the baby's heartbeat Mm -hmm. and then she said you don't have anything to worry about now you're okay and I was like no it's all you so can think about is what's gonna happen to my baby all you can mm-hmm. think about I ate all the right food. I wanted to make sure everything was okay. I prayed I, I sang to my baby I did everything to let it hear my voice. So it's never comes easy whenever and a lot of people you, you could talk it to it some to someone but then you know they're not like actually want percent listening sometimes. Because they're thinking about, oh, she's going to be okay. She's going to have a kid. Do you Being with you, like,
0: right now in the moment. Yeah. right. Yeah. You know?
2: yeah. They're just, like, still driving or, or mm-hmm. you know, thinking about their own thing and then the subject and everything. So it's, like, real difficult. How is that the thing to bring up? You know, how do mm-hmm. I bring up to someone, I'm feeling really low right now because I lost my baby, mm-hmm. and then you're talking to someone that had a baby, you know,
0: mm-hmm. like
2: how they can't fully...
0: Understand, Understand that, right. that
2: that's not something people bring up a lot because you're having such a great time. You don't to say it, you know?
0: I think it needs to be said. I feel like when women go through that, nobody talks about it. And so when you're going through it, it kind of, I don't know, but does it feel like you're the only one? Like there's nobody that can really connect to you? And it sounds like it's hard to talk about it to people and to bring it up because do you feel like there's no connections? Mm-hmm. Right. This is difficult. <laughs> I don't know, and it's sad. Like you, like you feel like you can't talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like you don't have that safe place mm-hmm. of just like releasing that. You know, I can't imagine, because I was a like a part of you. You mm-hmm. know, and I don't know why God like has shown me this like the past like two years, but He has like some for some reason put on my heart like miscarriages. Like, and taught me about them. And I don't know why. And I've just, like, really been, like, listening to them. Like, okay, like teach me all about him, Lord, like, what, because people get mad at God, and that's understandable, we have emotions, and mm-hmm. if you have to get that emotion out, he's mm-hmm. still going to love you, regardless, mm-hmm. like, his son's blood is on you, mm-hmm. and he sees you as beautiful, and even if you're mad at him, he's probably saying, like, get that out of you, like, scream at me, mm-hmm. if you have to break down, and, like, just cry on the little floor, and yell at me, you know, like, if you have to get that out, I believe that God, you know, God will always love you, no matter mm-hmm. what, but, They just wonder, like, why is this happening? Mm -hmm. Which is all understandable because you don't, like, why is it happening, Mm -hmm. you know? And, like, God was just, like, showing me. He was just telling me, like, that baby, like, still brought me glory. Mm -hmm. Like, that baby was always my child and still is my child. Mm -hmm. Like, even in that moment, like, it's hard. Like, we on earth never got to spend time with that child. Mm -hmm. Like, we got to have a little bit of moments with it, you know, like, in your stomach and just helping it grow. But it still somehow brings him glory. And that child will never have to, like... Just live in pain, and like it brought him. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but he like taught me this, and I don't know why. It could be for you right now, like for like two years or so. Yeah, and he's just like you grow closer to the Lord. Yeah, you know, and you're just crying at his feet, Mm -hmm. and you know, and I don't know if that makes sense, and Mm -hmm. I don't know if he's like fully shown me everything, but Mm -hmm. he's really like just laid that on my heart. Like that baby is at peace, Mm -hmm. you know, and that baby is in heaven with him. Yeah. he That's would never have I to me. Go that, that yeah.
2: Two years ago, and then this is what we're talking about right.
0: Right now. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. I was praying for someone once that, and I just felt like the Holy Spirit completely come over me through that prayer, and He reminded me of that scripture that He knew, like He knew you before you were formed uh-huh. in your mother's womb. So uh-huh. the baby that you're going to have, like He already knows, like He knows the exact time. It's so, like when yeah. you're stressed and you're worried, like, I, "Why isn't this baby here now?" Uh-huh. It's not that baby's time. God is, I don't know if, like, you need to hear this, but, like, that's what he was telling me when I was praying over this yeah. person, like, the baby that she's supposed to have has a, a designated day to come. Yeah. And just, like, to rest in that, you know, and and the baby that didn't get to be here with on earth, and we get to celebrate with that baby forever in yeah. heaven. Absolutely. And just to, like, rest at, at the Lord's feet, you know? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I hope I didn't, like, does. step on any toes or anything, because no. I've never experienced yeah. that, but that's yeah. just what God yeah. was teaching me.
2: I fully agree. Yeah. Absolutely. It's unbelievable. So, I think it's April 15th, it was my first ultrasound. I was nine weeks going to become, the next day I was going to be ten weeks. So, on an ultrasound, whenever you would see a baby at nine weeks, it would have its feet, it would have its legs, you know, you would see a little bit of it, everything. You would see the heart beating, you would see the head and everything, mm-hmm. you could see the baby. full. So, I woke up that morning and I was like, okay, I'm ready for this. And then, I don't know why God put it on my heart, but he put it on my heart to watch a preacher preach. And his name's Kyle. Mm -hmm. I forgot his last name, but his first name's Kyle. And he wrote a book called Don't Give Up. Mm -hmm. And I was listening to that sermon, and he was talking about how whenever people have cancer, whenever people go through struggles, don't ever give up on God. It really caught my eye. And my pastor at that time, his dad recently just got diagnosed with cancer. Mm I was just soaking it up for him. Like I was like, I need to send this to him Mm -hmm. and everything to let him know, you know, we're going to go through hard times, but always keep your faith and keep your eyes on the Lord. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to do that after my appointment. Time comes, and so I get ready to go, and I'm sitting there waiting, waiting, and then we get back in there. I didn't know what an ultrasound looked like, Mm -hmm. you know. We go back there, and they do the ultrasound, and I see the baby, but I didn't know what I was supposed to say I just know I saw the glob <laughs> mm-hmm. and so I was like oh my gosh there it is and like at that time I am just grinning from cheek to cheek you know my smile I'm, I'm just so happy and I know whenever a nurse says I need to go see the doctor that means it's not good because mm-hmm. the person that's doing the sound isn't allowed to say anything unless only if the doctor's there, like the doctor Mm -hmm. has to say it. So she was like, oh, I have to go get the doctor real quick. But I wasn't even thinking of it. Like I was just so happy to see Mm -hmm. my baby on the screen and everything. And that doctor, either the nurse or the person told her, you know, she's really happy. She thinks she's, you know, everything's okay to give the doctor a warning or something. But the doctor walked in. He said, it's not good news when I walk in. That's exactly what he said when he walked in. So either he was just being having a rough day so i just started crying mm-hmm. i started bawling because i was so like kind of blindsided because i was just in so much joy
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then he's looking he's looking he's looking and then he tells me it's like my heart just drops like yeah. when you hear the words there's no heartbeat mm-hmm. it's just like poof. and then so I, just, I didn't know how to react, I didn't know what to do. He says, he, and then he tells me all the facts, you know, one out of four pregnancies end up in a miscarriage. He says usually the risk is between nine weeks and down and everything like that. I'm just listening, like, it was like my body wasn't even there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So after that, I was just like, he says, do you have any questions for me? And I was like, no, because I didn't, he wouldn't be able to answer my questions. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, no. So my husband wasn't there, Chris wasn't there with me. So, because he, we thought everything was gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. And then so I call him, he hurries up, rushes to the doctor, and he was out of town. And so he comes over and he says, he just housed me while I'm crying. Mm-hmm. I told him I can't be in town. I said, I have to go to beckley with you. I can't stay here by myself. I was starting the grieving process. I said Mm -hmm. I had to tell my boss that I'm going to be out from work for a week because it happened on a Monday. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I need this Mm because if I'm at work, the whole thing I'm going to think about is my baby. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to be able to tell people and let them know that, like, you know, if you need that week off, if you need two days off, take it Mm -hmm. because... You really need it. No matter if you lost a baby that was seven months, four months, um, that's someone, that's your baby, yeah. you know? And you need to let that out. Mm-hmm. So I want, everyone should be able to have that time. And so I was like, you know what? So I messaged my boss and told him that I need a week off. Luckily, you know, he was awesome and he gave me that week. So I went to Beckley. You know, you think you're okay, yeah. right? Cause you don't talk about it that much. and. And you go throughout the bases. But I couldn't sleep. I felt like I couldn't sleep. There was nights where I went. Everyone else was asleep. Everyone could sleep and me. And there was nights where I went to the other sped bedroom. And I just bawled my eyeballs out. I just yeah. cried. And I don't think I ever cried so much. And I asked God why. I said, and I was in a lot of doubt. I was mm-hmm. like, there's still a baby in my belly. Yeah. I said, my God is a powerful God. I know there's still a baby in my belly. People make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And so I was in denial. I was like, what does a doctor know? You know, mm-hmm. if it was only one doctor that did an ultrasound. And then I started reading up on stuff and got on google about seeing how when you should be able to hear a heartbeat and everything and then so I was in a lot of denial I was like there's still a baby in my belly I know there is I know there is so I didn't want to go through the medication process of like passing it through you Mm -hmm. know so I was like okay and then my mother-in-law said why don't you go get another ultrasound done and I said, you know what, that would give me a lot more comfort mm-hmm. because I only had one ultrasound yeah. and I just know people make mistakes and if it was going to give me comfort, then that's what I needed. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with anybody that goes through a miscarriage, you know, if you need that extra ultrasound, take it, yeah. you know, because you're not going to feel comfortable going through the medical process of mm-hmm. next after having a miscarriage unless you're for certain Yeah. everything, you know happened. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you're right. I need to do this for myself. I need to make sure everything's okay. She did. She we made an appointment to go to get an ultrasound done the next day, and I'm there and everyone's asleep. I go back to the guest bedroom, and I just I just pray as hard as I can, and you know I use scriptures and I say, Jesus, you have done so much things. You have helped. You know, you caused the blind to see, mm-hmm. you caused, the lady just touch your garment and she was healed.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I was just praying, Jesus, I know you could bring this baby back to life. I know you can. Mm-hmm. I know your powers. I know your grace, your mm-hmm. mercy. And so, and I'm praying, I'm saying, Jesus, if if it's not going to happen, don't let me go to the doctor again and have to hear it. If it's not going to happen, please just let me pass it through mm-hmm. or something. And, um, and so the next day came, and we're at the doctor's, and I'm on edge. I'm both like, you know, we're going to hear it, you know. Um, so we go back, and then she tells us that she confirms and says that it was a miscarriage of the baby, does not have a heartbeat. So then I was like, okay. And then, so I gave, it gave me a little bit more peace to mm-hmm. know that, you know, two people have told me mm-hmm. and everything. Um, so I went, after that, I, we went back to Beckley and then we were able to, you know, call my doctor and tell them we want to get the medicine to be able to pass everything through. Mm-hmm. And then, so he's like, okay, so we do that. And then a week goes by and... I find myself driving home from work and just crying because, you know, sometimes it hits you in other days Mm -hmm. and you just have to let it out because you you just don't know what to say. You don't want to ever go wrong by saying something to someone and telling them how you feel. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of trouble of talking to people about how I feel because I didn't want to be different. I didn't want to be labeled. Yeah, I didn't want them to look at me and say, oh, she had a miscarriage. She's not going to be able to have kids. Because mm-hmm. um, I thought of that myself too many times. I don't need someone else to think about yeah. it. I didn't tell anyone. My church did a church dinner for me and Chris because we got married. And I decided to let my church family know. And I just bawled my eyeballs out. And I told them, I said, me and Chris, we need a lot of prayer We had a miscarriage and everything. And they just all gathered around and gave us their love and prayed over us. It was just what I needed. I needed to let it out. I needed my church family to know that, you know, we we need your
0: prayers. Did you have that support and the church acting as if the church, you know, how Christ has called them to be? How did that feel, like, them being with you?
2: Oh, it it felt amazing. I can't, like, describe how much— I know they were there for us, you know, mm-hmm. how much they've prayed over us and being like early, like getting married and having this obstacle
1: mm-hmm.
2: at hand, you know, um, they were like, we're sorry that you have to go through this. And a lot of yeah. them opened up to us and said, you know, we, we've gone through it, you know, we've had miscarriages as mm-hmm. well. So that gave me a lot of peace too, cause I was like, you know what, we're not going through this alone.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We have people that are here to support us. Yeah. And I felt like that really helped us out a lot. And then so we told them and everything. And then we were just like praying, you know, that God just opens our eyes and, you know, what he wants us to do. And then through the whole entire process of having a miscarriage, through this miscarriage process, I knew people that were pregnant.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it hurt me, yeah. you know? I was like, why can not that be my baby? Why can not mm-hmm. I? Uh, still be pregnant, you know, and I couldn't understand that. I didn't understand why um, he had to take my child yeah. and everyone else to have a good pregnancy. So I was a little bit confused. I was like, I don't know what's going on. Is something wrong with me? Nothing was wrong with me. And I was just like, okay, well, why is this happening? You know, I just wanted answers. And then after a while there, I saw someone else announced that they were pregnant. And then a few days later, they also had a miscarriage.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, and whenever people speak about it, it gives so much comfort mm-hmm. because you know that nothing's wrong with you. You, yeah. you don't have those second guesses. You don't have the, did I eat this properly? Did I, should I have not worked this hard? Should I have done this differently? You have so much stuff that run through your head. Mm-hmm. But whenever you hear someone else had a miscarriage, you're just like, Oh, well, okay, yeah. they're, they're as normal as I am. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about, they do the exact same thing I do.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's
2: like, well, then I'm okay. So that's why I feel like it's so important to be able to speak about it yeah. and to be able to let people know because no one else is fully going to understand the way you feel unless they've had it and gone through it. Mm -hmm. You know, you can talk to anyone about it, and they can have empathy for you, and that's great. You know, Mm -hmm. you need that support. Mm -hmm. But to have those deep, you know, true conversations and be like, yeah, I know exactly how you feel, you have to have that support of someone Mm -hmm. that has gone through it, too. So that's why it gave me so much peace whenever I saw so many people, you know. I saw one person announce on Facebook that they had a miscarriage, and then, like, a few months later, I saw someone else announce that they had a miscarriage. And then it just, like, I was like, okay, this is this is something that happened, you know. Mm-hmm. It is a blessing and a like, gift to be able to have a child yeah. because of the whole entire process you have to go through. It just really opened my eyes and made me realize okay, well, this is, you know, I should do this broadcast because I want a lot more people to know that they're not alone
1: yeah. and that it
2: does happen. Um, but we're here for mm-hmm. you and we're here to pray over you and talk to you about it and whatever mm-hmm. you're feeling because it never goes away. No matter if you. I smile, I laugh, I have a great time. You know, I don't talk about it unless, you know, someone brings it up or unless if I'm having a bad day and I yeah. need to. Um, but it doesn't mean it's not always in my head. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that that spot's filled. Yeah, You know, it's always going to be there. That baby's always going to be in my mind. So it's okay to talk about it yeah Um, but it's okay to you know have great days and everything don't feel guilty about not thinking like not crying that day or not saying something about your child because you know we understand that you have hard days and everything I hope that I'm getting that out
0: no that's such a good point I was just like when you said I was like obviously again like I've never experienced this but I can imagine like I would probably feel guilty. Like, I'm yeah. I'm having a good day, and I'm not sad. And it's crazy because the Lord, like, doesn't want you to ever be sad, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up yeah, because that's... I think people need to hear that. Like, don't feel guilty. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I fully agree. It's like whenever, it's the same grief as, like, if your grandfather passed away, you mm-hmm. know, it's the exact same thing. Like, if you're having a good day, why feel guilty about it, you know? Because mm-hmm. I'm not 100 put into words. No, it makes complete yeah. sense.
0: Like, you shouldn't feel yeah. guilty.
2: Another thing that helped me get through it, it's like the beginning I was talking about the broadcast, was that um, sermon I listened to about don't give up. Mm-hmm. I was like, what's that? You know, like, yeah. I was leading that towards my pastor about, you know, his father was going through cancer and how he needed to keep his faith on the Lord and to remember, you know, um, we were going to go through bad times, but don't give up. Yeah. And then, like, that's spinning through my head from today, too. Is like, you know, that sermon was for me. Yeah. You know, God told me to not give up.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I'm like, okay, Lord, I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to give up because, like, he wouldn't have gave me that for nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's still towards prayer because I have to pray about, okay, what are you meaning about don't give up? And so, like, what way are you leading me towards? But it's, it's amazing how God works. It's amazing how I woke up that morning and I listened to that sermon. Yeah. And, I and try- that was, like,
0: on your heart to yeah.
2: listen to.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it was about don't give up and everything. And then I go through that whole entire process of, you know, how did I go through a trial Mm -hmm. and everything but the Lord reminds me don't give up from what I told you from the sermon and so you know it's all about I think one of the biggest things that's helped me go through this is my faith yeah because like there's a lot of women that like miscarriage is hard I just have my faith in the Lord to know that you know Whatever happens, it's going to glorify him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that, uh, you know, he knows my heart better than anybody else. He knows mm-hmm. my plan. He knows what's best for me. He saw what was going to happen within those nine months with that pregnancy. And he saw, okay, this is not going to go well. He decided to take my baby, which is okay because I know it's not going to be in pain. I know it's not going to have to deal with so much stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it's just going to be there waiting for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's so sweet to think about. You know, you didn't get to like have your baby here, but on earth, like we're not here forever. Exactly. It's such a short time, and like Scripture says, it's like what's like a vapor. Yeah. yeah. And like heaven is forever. Yeah. So I think. If that was me, that would give me joy. Like, I know, like, right now, I don't get to spend time with my baby. Mm-hmm. But when I'm in heaven, I could spend forever with Absolutely. my baby. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly how I feel. Um, mm-hmm. And it gives me so much peace because I'm, like you said, life here on earth is just a vapor. Yeah. But then when you go in heaven, it's eternally. Mm-hmm. So I just, I look forward for that day, and I always look in the sky, and no lie. At our old house that we used to live in, a cardinal, a red bird, yeah. every day came knocking on our window, every single day. That's crazy. Right, every day. Yeah. And I'm just like,
0: hello. <laughs> and cardinals, like they say, are supposed to represent someone yeah. that passed. That's right.
2: It was his... Every day. Every and God day. Was,
0: I guarantee God was sending that bird for you.
2: Yeah, and I wanted to get inside. I, like, it was peeking his nose in the window. Obviously, we didn't open the door. Mm-hmm. I mean, the window. But it was every day. And then we moved. I still see Cardinals all the time whenever I'm driving home or driving to work. Mm-hmm. It's just those little things, you know, those yeah. little symbols. And I know those babies are watching over me and Chris and my whole family. And we love them so much. They know that you know. It is amazing to know that we have family up there, yeah, and that are watching down for us. And mm-hmm. you know, I know Jesus is who. Who would I want a better babysitter than Jesus? Yeah, you know,
0: <laughs> like he's that is so good. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's just awesome. Like, he's just holding them for me until I make mm-hmm. it up there, you know? I just, every time I think about it, I picture, like, I don't know if you've ever seen the picture before, but, like, Jesus is sitting on, a, like, a tree stump, and the kids are just mm-hmm. gathered around him, and he's just telling about his parables and his yeah. stories. That's what I'd I see. know say. what
0: you're talking about, yeah. Yeah. That's so sweet, you know? And like that he would remind you of that picture. Yeah. To bring you peace.
2: Exactly. I don't
0: think we should overlook things like that. No. Like he's just he sees like you're like you're saying, like he knows your heart more than anyone, like on your good days and your bad days. And he gives you, like, the cardinals, he gives you that picture. and
2: Yeah, it, it's it's amazing to know, like, the way he works in mm-hmm. mysterious ways. And I just pray that, you know, through this process that I may be able to help others mm-hmm. and be more open to it and be able to talk to people about it. I know whenever my first, whenever I got, when my miscarriage, it was, I told one of my friends and like it was hard for me to tell her what happened because we always had great times, you know, we Mm -hmm. were always hanging out and having fun. But I knew I had to tell her because I was like, okay, she's gonna know I'm not growing, you know, she's Mm -hmm. gonna know something's up. So I told her, she was just so loving and she just gave me the biggest hug ever and she was Mm -hmm. just telling me that, you know, I'm here for you and everything, If you ever need to talk. So I encourage like a lot of women to tell their close friend, the one that they know they could trust and You know won't get mad if you just repeat and repeat Mm -hmm. because you need that person you know because you're gonna have another day whenever you're like I really need to talk about this Mm -hmm. and you need to have that either close friend or close husband or boyfriend to be able to talk to about it Mm -hmm. because it's very important and to never hold it in and even if counseling like I've even thought about doing counseling yeah because there's days to where I'm like I really need to talk to someone you know, I talk to Jesus about it and everything, and sometimes I wonder if, you know, maybe the Lord's leading me to go to a counselor and talk to him about, you know, right. situations that I face and how to deal with them.
0: Yeah, I think he, I think some people look down on counselors and yeah. stuff like that, but I, he has given those people the gift to have that comfort about them for someone to come to them and just tell them everything. You know, and so I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like there's doctors, you know, like he's given them the ability to learn that way, to be able to facilitate around a body Mm -hmm. and to do surgery. I think it's completely okay for us to go to a counselor and just to talk about it. You know, if you look at scripture, like we're supposed to come together and to bear one another's burdens. Mm -hmm. So why can't like we go to a counselor and say, hey, this is what's going on with me. How can you help me? You know, like there's nothing wrong with that
2: yeah I fully agree because sometimes it's hard to fully grasp what you're trying to say Mm -hmm. and if you're trying to explain something to someone that you're close to you could sometimes get into arguments because Mm -hmm. you're like oh gosh that's not what I'm trying to say and everything and I know my experience with me and my husband I love him half to death but sometimes I say stuff and he just gets to completely wrapped differently mm-hmm. and that's okay because he's not in my mind he mm-hmm. doesn't know exactly what I'm feeling or how I'm saying it but if I talk to a counselor about it you know if I tell them okay this is how I'm feeling they're there to listen to me they're there to understand and see what I'm feeling so that's why sometimes I want to go to one because I'm like you guys are here to listen to what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. to you guys. To tell me, like, okay, that's normal. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I want to hear that it's okay for you to feel this way. Yeah, It's okay for you to be thinking of this. Mm-hmm. It's okay for you to be still grieving over this. This re-comfort, you know. Because sometimes I just feel like, are people still doing the same thing, you know? Like, are they still grieving like mm-hmm. I am? And it's normal to do that. Right. It's normal to think, okay, I'm still at peace. I'm still okay. You know, I'm, I am who I am.
0: I think what you just said too is like I'm talking about like grieving, and then you just said I'm still at peace. I think. You can have like peace and yeah. grieve at the same time, yeah. you know, and
2: and it's I, kind of weird. It sometimes. is, yeah. yeah.
0: And then you're like, "There's something wrong with me." But yeah. God's like, "No, like, cause He's the Prince of Peace," you know, yeah. and He wants you to grieve. Like that scripture too. Like, there's a time, uh, what is it, to to yeah. mourn. There's a time to, you know, there's a time for good. There's always a time to like to be sad and things like that. So He's telling you, like, I will always give you peace yeah but you're also going to have like these trials and tribulations so it's okay to have peace to be sad to have like to grieve to have peace and to grieve at the same time is completely normal to do that
2: I can't, like, I can't express enough. The whole, after leaving the doctor that day, I had so much peace. And, like, I couldn't describe it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like,
2: I was in pain. Mm -hmm. You know, he is the Prince of Peace and everything. And it was just so, such a weird feeling. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to cry my eyeballs out. But then there's a part of me that I'm like, I have, you know, God is in control. Like, and I knew that, you know. And I'm like, why am I? But it's okay to grieve, too. But it's okay to know that. God is in control that yeah. everything's gonna be okay. But mm-hmm. yeah, I fully agree. It's an amazing feeling having a father as Jesus Christ. It's it's so amazing to know how that feels. Mm-hmm. You know, knowing that you're not alone and you feel that you feel that peace inside yeah. you and you're just like, Wow.
0: Like I'm, how am I getting through this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean I've never experienced that, but like hard things in my life, like family members passing away or just things I've struggled with. Yeah. It's like how in the world? Like there's one half of me that feels Absolutely horrible. Like I don't know why this stuff is happening. I don't even know how to express how I feel the way these things are going. But the other half of me is like, I know I'm gonna be okay. I have peace. It's so crazy, isn't it?
2: Yes, that's a. You said that to the tape because that's exactly how I felt that day. Mm -hmm. And I and I told Chris. I said, you know, I have this peace inside my heart that everything's gonna be okay. Mm But then there's a part of me where I'm like, okay, but, like, I want to see the development. I want to see the picture. And that was one of the things that the preacher preached on, I forgot to mention. And it stuck with me for, like, it's probably going to stick with me for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. He said that his grandma, he used to go to his grandma's house all the time. Mm -hmm. And she did puzzles. But when she did her puzzles and finished them, she never stuck them back in the box. She stick them in plastic bags. So she would do a puzzle, finish it, and stick it in the plastic bag and throw away the box. And so he went over there to her house one day and was like, you know what, I want to do a puzzle. So he grabbed a bag and dumped out the bag and sprayed all the puzzle pieces. He said that it was so hard to do the puzzle Mm -hmm. because when you have a picture in front of you, you could go, okay, this piece goes there. Mm -hmm. You know, you could see the puzzles all fit together. But he said there was times where he was like, does this piece even go with this puzzle? Because, Mm -hmm. like, he didn't know. He didn't know what the full picture was going to be. And so he made that in our life. He says, sometimes, you know, we go through stuff that we can't see the full picture. Mm -hmm. And he said, we just have to continue putting the puzzle pieces together. Mm -hmm. And then we will find the full picture. And that just stuck with me so much because I was like, you know, this is just a part of a puzzle piece to my life, to the full picture of what God's going to do. And it was just unbelievable. And it's crazy because that's what he preached on in I went through this trial Mm -hmm. and I know God is still working on me and that's one thing that I always say to myself that God is still working on me because he's not done and Mm -hmm. if I keep reminding me that that I know that you know he hasn't left me he's still here even Mm -hmm. though we go through hard times Mm -hmm. he knows my faith and he knows what I can handle Mm -hmm. and so you know saying that God's not done with me yet is reminding me okay there's still stuff that he has that I need to work on. And there's still stuff that he's gonna lead me through.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's amazing to know to have his comfort there beside you because I just I honestly don't know how I could make it.
1: Yeah, without no. him through
2: that. I can imagine. Yeah, having like you know the peace and everything, knowing that you know my child's up there with him. It just it gives me a lot more comfort than I I'm gonna see our baby Mm -hmm. um, me and chris's baby again it's just unbelievable and i just i would rather the baby be up there with him in his arms and know that it's safe you know yeah
0: like nothing can go wrong there yeah Yeah.
2: it's just amazing
0: i'm sure that gives you rest
2: oh absolutely any woman that's like going through a second pregnancy after having a miscarriage you know it's so powerful to you know Put that rest on God, you know, mm-hmm. pray about it, make sure you give it all to him and let him be the comfort of peace, you know, because sometimes I worry about like getting pregnant, you know, and
1: mm-hmm.
2: being so stressful about, you know, what, what's going to happen next, you know, if I get pregnant again, yeah. what the steps that I'm going to have to make. You don't want to worry yourself, yeah. you know, because that's not healthy. And you don't mm-hmm. want to be scared about, oh, I can't eat this. Oh, I can't eat that. Yeah. Because you see two different sides of pregnancy. You see one, they're fine. They could eat. They could, they could do a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of pregnant women that do sports still. Yeah.
0: And everything.
2: Yeah. And then, like, after going through, like, a miscarriage and everything, you're just, like, on a, you want to be in a bubble.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You don't, you don't want anyone to bump you because you're so concerned yeah. about what could happen. I feel like it's really important to pray, and I feel like it's really important to give the pregnancy to the Lord
1: mm-hmm. and
2: to put all your faith in Him. Sometimes that's hard, you know? But I just pray for any woman that's out there that's you know, had a miscarriage and that's mm-hmm. going through another pregnancy, that they continue to pray and continue to put their faith in the Lord no matter what happens to their journey. like everyone was telling me you're gonna be fine this is gonna be okay and all this stuff and then i kept it real like i don't i know it's gonna be okay but for me to keep my faith and for me to know that you know i'm gonna be okay through it i need to think of realistics you know i need Mm -hmm. to think you know i know god's faith i know he is able to do all things Mm -hmm. um but I need to even remember that there is a Satan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he comes to still kill, and destroy. Mm-hmm. And so I said to myself, I said, I am going to be okay with whatever happens. Because if I want to keep, you know, my faith strong and my relationship strong with the Lord, I need to, I can't be blindsided.
0: I right. need to be okay.
2: Mm-hmm. And so it was hard for me to do that because everyone was telling me, you're going to be fine. You're gonna- So much
0: positive stuff. So much
2: positive. And... I was trying to tell them friends and I think that I didn't have faith in the Lord and it was hard too because they were like well why are you so negative negative?" and I'm like I'm not being negative it's more like I'm being realistic being realistic and yeah. I want to I want to know that there's no chance of me being faith weary mm-hmm. and everything. I want to keep my faith in the Lord. That's so good, Nancy.
0: Yeah, it was, because my mom would That's tell such me such a strong person.
2: Yeah, because my mom would tell me everything's gonna be okay, and it was. I wanted her to understand how I felt. I wanted her to understand, like I know everything could be okay. I know it. The Lord's gonna bless me with whatever He does, mm-hmm. but I need to keep my faith on Him and remember, you know, if He takes it. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. If he keeps it, it's going to be okay. And I can't tell you enough how much that has helped me through this.
0: I feel like that, I think that's where you, like God really helped you in a big part yeah. through that. Is like being like, hey, know that I'm always going to take care of you, but know like these things are going to happen. I need you to see both sides to fully understand like my goodness. You know yeah. what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah,
2: absolutely. Because I see
0: so much strength how he gave you that. Like that's amazing.
2: Yeah, and it, it was hard because like, Even the mother, first pregnancy woman, you have, as having the faith in the Lord, you have to remember, you know, God does punch trials in your life for you to be able, for Him to um, help you grow spiritually. And everything. We don't understand why stuff happens, mm-hmm. but it does. But we have to always keep our faith in him. Like I was keeping my faith, you know, this pregnancy is gonna be okay. A lot of people were saying, you're gonna be fine, you're gonna be fine.
0: If you could give anybody advice who, like, say me, like, I'm your friend, and I was the one that was always telling you, you're gonna be fine, you're gonna be fine. If you could just directly tell me, what would you want me to say? Because I think in some instances, like, those people who are telling you that, they were trying to be so positive for you because they thought that was the right thing to do rather than just being, okay, like, you're wanting to be real right now. How could, if somebody else is going through a situation You know, I'm just trying to say, what would you want me, how could I comfort you? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah,
2: absolutely. What I would want is that I would want someone to say, you know, I'm not God. Mm-hmm. I would want someone to say that I don't know what's gonna happen throughout their life. I don't know how this pregnancy is gonna go,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but I'm gonna be with you throughout it, and I'm gonna help you get through it. If you have the baby, I'm gonna be there with you. If a miscarriage does happen, I'm gonna be there with you. Don't again. You're not God. You right. know. You're not. You. You're not a doctor. You can't tell me mm-hmm. that everything's gonna be okay. A doctor can't tell me everything's gonna right. be okay. And then another thing is, don't tell me that I'm going to be able to have kids. You know, that really got to me whenever I lost my baby. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, you're not God. You don't don't know know. me. Mm -hmm. You don't know my body. So how can you you tell the truth? How can you tell me that I'm going to be able to have kids? Right. And then me go grasp to that and be like, well, Tiffany said I'm going to be able to have kids, Mm -hmm. so I should be able to have kids. Everyone's telling me I should be able to have kids, and then it's not like you guys are Mm going to fail me, but Mm -hmm. it's like, you guys failed me, you know, (laughs) kind of by encouraging me and telling me that I'm going to be able to have kids, and then I end up not being able to. So it's better to say, you know, I'm going to be here with you no matter what, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to help you if you need help with anything Mm -hmm. through the pregnancy if you need help through anything, if you have a miscarriage, or if you need help by filing papers for adoption, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, having that support group with saying that, you know, I'm here with you and I'm praying for you.
0: Yeah.
2: And let me know if you need anything about that. It's it, it's amazing. That's what we need. We don't mm-hmm. need someone to tell us that everything's going to be okay mm-hmm. because we don't know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We don't know what the okay is. Yeah. You know, it's like we create this fake scenario of what we think our okay is and that's not what god's plan for you is yeah
2: absolutely it makes complete sense yeah and and i feel like a lot of people i agree with you like i feel like a lot of people think okay if i tell them they're going to be able to have kids that's going to give them a lot of comfort Mm -hmm. it didn't me whenever people told me that because it made me feel like you i just want to say you don't know yeah (laughs) it's like you don't know if i'm gonna be able to have Mm -hmm. kids so don't tell me that, you right. know? Don't tease me, you yeah. know? And I know that you're not... Everyone that told me that was not meaning to. Right. But that's just how I was feeling. I was mm-hmm. like, don't tell me something if you're not
0: 100% sure. And there's no way that any of us exactly. could. Even you, like, that's yeah. God's... Yeah. That makes complete sense.
2: Yeah, and that was a good question. That was really good, you know? Because people want to know, like, how do we have people that mm-hmm. have gone through a situation like this? Yeah. Um, and I think it's more by helping them is by listening to them you know Mm -hmm. and hearing them out about steps that they want to do because like you know my mom she's always there for me but there's times where I want to say hey what about what about adoption you know what about adoption and she's just like oh you know you're gonna be okay you're gonna have Mm -hmm. a baby and I know she's there to support but then again I'm just like (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was like don't Don't be like that. I have faith. So, and that's another thing that really gets me. People say that, you know, you're going to have a child. Don't, like, it's like you're questioning my faith. Mm -hmm. Like, I...
0: Like, don't lose faith. Have you been told that?
2: Yeah. And I'm just like... (laughs) That gets me because I'm like, I have a relationship with Jesus, and my faith with him is so, like, I love him so much, but it's like, don't tell me that my faith isn't strong enough because I'm trying to listen to what God wants me to do. I'm trying to see if this is what God wants me to do is do adoption Mm -hmm. and everything, but when you're telling me don't lose faith, I'm like... I'm
0: not. You like your know? faith is stronger, like yeah. not stronger than that person, but you have like some of the strongest faith that I've ever seen.
2: Yeah, and I'm just like I'm not. And then that gives me like that backs me up. I'm like, Lord, I never want you to ever think that right. I'm not faithful or I don't believe in you. Mm-hmm. And that that really gets to me because I'm like, okay. I'm in a bubble. I don't know what to do. People tell me, have faith, mm-hmm. and then I'm questioning my own faith because mm-hmm. I'm like, am I having faith right now mm-hmm. by wanting to think about adoption? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and God will tell you. Like, God will teach you. And I, I see what you're saying. So in situations like that, it's hard because you want to talk about other plans. You want to talk about other ideas uh, or things. Like, you never know. Like, people talk about, like, surrogates and everything else, but then you have that one person that's like, oh, well— are you losing your faith on that you know you're mm-hmm. losing your faith on you being able to have kids and you're like no no, no. I just want to talk is this right know, is this and like, just to
0: have that person to to just be there with you in that moment yeah. and just like hear you out like what yeah. you're going through and just to like, go on that journey with you say hey, you want to look up adoption things like okay yeah let me see how many resources I can find and let's just have a day of looking into exactly. that like, I feel like that would help going through that instead of someone saying, oh, no. And I'm not trying to shame anyone who has said those things because in your heart, like, some people, like, you don't know what to say or what Mm -hmm. to do. And that's, like, I'm going to go to that. Like, don't lose your faith. But yeah, let's see where are they at? Okay, she wants to look at adoption. Let me be with her in that moment. Like, yeah, all right. Like this is these are the places I found. This is on um, the steps to this. Like let's mm-hmm. just like really research this. I feel like, especially what you're saying. Like that would be yeah. so comforting. Yeah, just having someone like in that moment with you. Yeah,
2: absolutely. It, that's. It absolutely what a lot of women in these situations have to want to feel you know they mm-hmm. want to have someone help them look search it up and everything mm-hmm. and a different options. and again yeah I fully agree the reason like I felt led you know God led me to do this broadcast wasn't just because to reach out to those that are going through the situation but also to the ones that are dealing with a child that went through miscarriage you know like mm-hmm. Um, I want you to be able to know what to say You know, I want you to be able to know what they're going through yeah. and how to give them comfort because my mom often says to me times she's like I don't know what to say to you I don't I don't want to make you upset and it and it's hard because mm-hmm. you don't want to make someone through a miscarriage you know. It's hard to know what to say whenever Mm -hmm. someone had a miscarriage. And that's why I talked about, like, counseling. Because there's some professionals that are, you know, they're professionals. Yeah. Sometimes they know what you need to say. So that's why I'm doing this is for, you know, what my mom has told me previous times and what, you know, I've tried to tell her for people that's going through this knows okay this is something that they need you know I need to be able to be there for them and listen to them when Mm -hmm. they come to me and talk to me Right. but yeah I fully agree because there's times where I'm like okay I'm just going to search up about adoption and everything I want to see how that goes and Mm -hmm. it could be overwhelming yeah and all that stuff, looking through all that things and then you know and then in that time you really need that one person that's like you know what I know you're going through confusion right now you you don't know what to do let's pray you know Mm -hmm. let's honestly pray about it. And because there's times where I don't know what to pray about. Right. There's times where I'm just like, God, I don't know what to say. And that's okay. You could do that. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you could just be like, God, I just don't know what to say. You know what's heavy on my heart. Mm-hmm. And I need you to take that and give me that piece of yours. Yeah. And, then and he it, wants to. Yeah. And then it's amazing to have that one friend there that you get to say, this is what I'm going through. I honestly don't know how to put the words together to how to pray right now. Mm-hmm. So if you could just do that for me, and then having that person pray over you, and then having that talk about, I don't know if I'm going to be able to have kids. I'm scared. I'm mm-hmm. worried. I want to think of different options. I don't know if I should be thinking of different options. I'm just, I'm up the ladder. I don't know what to do. Yeah. And then having that person be like, okay. We're gonna pray about it. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna fast about it. We're gonna
1: mm-hmm.
0: we're
2: gonna do these options so where we can find out what the Lord wants us to do.
0: Yeah,
2: and that's what you need. And I feel like a lot of people that go through miscarriage needs that. You know, they need to be have that real good support and. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes, like, people that go through miscarriages, we all need to get together one yeah. day and just, like, talk about it and pray over each other. Even if, like, you had a miscarriage and then you got pregnant again and the pregnancy was great, you're never going to forget that right. miscarriage, you know, you had. You're never going to forget about that baby.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I feel like it's so important to be able to pray over each other
0: mm-hmm.
2: and to be there.
0: Yeah. I was thinking, okay, you were talking just a little bit ago to the person who uh, maybe is a parent or a family member to someone who just had a miscarriage and they don't know what to say to that person or what to do. They may feel like they're not loving you enough. They're yeah. not, they feel like because they can't help you, that they're not loving you properly. And then they, they may feel bad. And it's so funny that before we were started the podcast say that we were talking about God showing us that we're not God mm-hmm. and that we don't need to feel we can fix everybody's problems because we can't. We don't need to feel um, we can make everybody happy. We don't need to feel like we can mend everybody's hearts and help them feel 100% again. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. God is just telling us that you be there with them, with them in that moment and you just love them and let me be God. And that like will relieve, relieve you so much. Whoever's listening as a family member or as a friend of someone that has that know someone that's going through this or that has been like, just know that all they want is you to be there and to love them. Like you're not God.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It You have no idea how much of a big step it is just to, Listen to them and ha- hear them out, and hear what they say. If they come in with a you know an idea of like, hey, how about if I you know choose adoption, would you be okay with that? You know, because mm-hmm. I don't think I could go through it again. Mm-hmm. You know, be there for them, just listen to them, and be like, okay. And if they ask for prayer, pray over them. Don't. Yeah. Sometimes it's okay just to listen and mm-hmm. to not punch your input and say you know whatever is going through your head, because they're just wanting. Because I. You know, whenever I go to my mom, I'm just wanting to talk. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just wanting to let her, you know, listen to my ideas and tell me that sounds like a good one. You know, that sounds something like you could pray about and talk about the Lord about. Because mm-hmm. you know, we think of ideas and then we just want to run it by someone right. and everything. It's really, it's really good just to listen and to interact with them whenever they have something important to talk about. Mm-hmm. I fully agree with that because we sometimes w- we want to say something because we want to feel like we're being helpful by saying something. Right. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, oh no, what? You know, sometimes we often say something and we're just like does help, but like it causes a little bit more confusion. Like it did with me. Mm-hmm. You know, when my mom said, "Well, are you are you losing your faith?" Or you know, I, she didn't say, "If I'm losing my faith," she said, um, "I still have faith that you're going to be able to have a kid." Yeah. That was her words, and then it made me feel like oh am I losing my faith mm-hmm. you know since she like she has faith enough that we're going to be able to have kids I'm like am I like what's wrong with me why can't I feel that
1: yeah
2: and I know she met it at because she's my mother she loves me and she's told me multiple times that she's like let i I wish that I could understand fully what you're feeling mm-hmm. to be able to help you any way I can yeah and I told her I said mom the best way to help me is to listen yeah. The best way and to pray for mm-hmm. me, and I remind her every day. I said, I just need your prayer. I just need you to listen to me and pray over me, mm-hmm. and have God work on me. Yeah, have Him show me what He wants me to do. And I feel like that's one of the biggest things for someone that you know, if you know someone that's going through it, to listen to them and to pray over them.
1: Yeah,
2: and to just love them, like you said,
1: mm-hmm. just
2: give them love. And then another thing is. When you go through a miscarriage, it's like you don't just hurt. Your family hurts for you. Mm -hmm. And with me, that was one of my biggest things because, like, I'm okay if I'm hurt, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's myself, you know. But seeing other people hurt, hurts me. Like, whenever Chris was hurt, Mm -hmm. like, it broke my heart because I was like, I... I felt like I hurt him. Mm-hmm. You know, the baby was inside me. I felt like, you know, I caused him this pain.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: and Or, like, my dad and my mom. You know, my mom wanted me to have a baby, you know. My dad, he was thrilled in seeing them hurt. You know, they're hurt for me. Mm-hmm. But it hurt me because I was like, I caused this, mm-hmm. you know. But I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was hard for me to get through that because I was like, I don't I don't want to hurt anybody yeah and um, so I I prayed and I just was like Lord please give my parents comfort please give everyone those that are around me peace as well you know because family goes through it too it's not just the mom and it's not just the husband you Mm -hmm. know the grandparents you know when you tell them that you're having a baby they get excited when you tell your friends you know they're 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 you you know they're part of you and so they're Mm -hmm. when you're hurting they hurt Mm -hmm. and so I think that was real hard on me too because like seeing Chris hurt and me being able to like I want to I want to fix him I want to go in there and I want to be like I'm sorry that this happened you know but I can't do that I could just pray and love him, like you said. And I think that was hard too, because I was like, it was like, it wasn't something that I caused, but it kind of felt like it because, you know, I was the one, I lost a baby, we lost a baby, you know? So like, it was like one of those things like, okay, I need to I need to pray about, get myself okay, and then everyone else is gonna be okay, you know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just have to worry about yourself yeah. and everything and not try to fix everyone else just be there for them as well and love them. So, you know, when me and Chris were going through it, I just said, you know, I'm here for you. I want you to talk to me if you need to talk to me about anything.
0: It's so good, too, to yeah. have, like, open conversation and just to have that. I'm sure that absolutely just knowing that, like, helps both of you.
2: Yeah, because, I mean, we're both going through it and knowing mm-hmm. that, you know, he went through it as well. Like, I didn't know how he was feeling. I wanted to know that he was okay
1: mm-hmm.
2: because that's his baby yeah that's hard too is having to know that you know your family's going through it as well with you and you just never you never want to do anything like you never want to see your family hurt yeah
0: i think it's key to pray for them too like you said Yeah, and like i don't know if everybody would do that to think but you just have such a kind heart the way that you love people and just it shows the love of christ to yeah. be like i want to pray for them
2: yeah, absolutely. Cause you're
0: going like you're the one that's like going through it, and to be like, Lord, like comfort them, you know? Like, yeah, Jesus would do that, and that's that's amazing. Cause I'm sure that's hard. Like you're just so wrapped in that pain because that's all you can think about, mm-hmm. and then to have like the heart to to pray for them.
2: Yeah, I feel, It's just like it's it's easy to go like you know like you scrape your knee, and it's easy to be like. Oh, it's only me that's hurting. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm okay with it. But then whenever, like, family's so... My family's so close. So, like, whenever one's hurting, we're all hurting. It hurted me seeing my family hurt for me. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So, like, I was just like, I can't help everyone because I'm going through something right now. But I know one thing I can do is pray. Yeah. And so I just prayed over my family that they're going through it because I know, like, they're praying and figuring out, okay, how can I help my daughter or Mm -hmm. how can I help my wife or how can I help my sister, you know, as she's going through this process. And then they need prayer too on, like, how, like, I prayed and asked God to give them guidance, give them peace, you know, because they don't want to see me hurt or Chris. Mm -hmm. But I think that's something that, you know, as Christians, we need to do that, you know, we face hard times.
0: Yeah. I'm glad you're really, really opening up and talking about this because I would have never thought, because I've never experienced it. And it, anything that anyone goes through, I feel like when it's hard and you're going through a lot, like the enemy wants you to feel like you need to, like, shut up about that. Don't speak about it because people are going to think this about you. People are going to think that you're weak. People are going to think that you're, um, Like, you don't have faith. People are going to think, start, like, thinking all these things about you. And you just, like, you want all of that to be quiet. Like, you don't, you want that screaming to stop and, like, that loud voice of him, Mm -hmm. like, just coming at you with all of these lies. Like, none Mm -hmm. of that is truth. And I think we need to speak about things that we go through, you know? Mm -hmm. Going back to that scripture that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimonies. So that's how we overcome our battles is we speak about hey, like, I'm going through this, like, Lord. And just speaking it out loud, like, yeah. when I'm by myself and I go through stuff, I talk to the Lord out loud. Yeah. And that helps me, like, tremendously. Mm-hmm. And then, then when I've heard people who have went through things, like, similar to mine, I'm like, oh, that gives me hope. Mm-hmm. So, like, you today, like, I, I thank you so much, like, going through this. Because who knows, like, I mean, I may go through that. Mm-hmm. And then I can go back to, like, you like, talking to, talking to me about this stuff and, yeah. like, how you went through it, how no matter what, you held on to the Lord and knew that you were going to be okay, that you had that peace. And on days, you cried, and you allowed yourself to cry, mm-hmm. and you knew that God was always going to take care of you. You never let your faith
2: yeah. to lessen.
0: Like, you yeah. honestly, your faith, it seems like it has strengthened, and you just, like, crawl to the feet of mm-hmm. Jesus and just lay there. And I yeah. think that's amazing.
2: Yeah, I, I 100% agreed with you that, like, We need to speak more about, you know, the trials that God sends us, no matter if it's a miscarriage, no matter if it's a family member that gets sick and everything or gets lost or no matter what. I feel like in church, you know, we need to tell people what's going on. We need to tell people what's Mm -hmm. going on for our life because you never know what someone's going to face or you never know if they're going to face the same thing Mm -hmm. uh, because we're not perfect. No Mm -hmm. one is perfect. And I don't know why we feel like we need to put on Mm -hmm. the shield of it and that's one of the reasons why I was scared to tell anyone that about my miscarriage because I was like, I don't want to have labels. I want I don't want people to point me out. I don't want people to say, oh, she can't have babies, you mm-hmm. know. But my faith is stronger than that. So I was like, you know what? I need to express. I need to say what I'm going through, just in case there's someone else that's going through the same thing mm-hmm. and they don't know what to do. All right. It's really important for us to be able to express and tell each other, you know, what we're facing, for that we could pray over each other. It's like yeah. what happened happened to that what happened to like you know you tell someone what you're facing and, and then you pray over them you know I feel like now these days we're just scared to, we don't want to be labeled we don't want to be judged we don't want people to look down upon us and mm-hmm. um, so we keep it to ourselves and then we don't like we keep it to ourselves. but you know as a as a family as a church as you know um, people in Christ were supposed to be there for one another and mm-hmm. be like are you going through something you know why is it whenever you first tell someone hey how are you doing their first response is okay mm-hmm. you know but honestly like girl you don't know I went through a miscarriage mm-hmm. um, I just moved houses I had to get everything packed um, I got this new job and or I got I just got laid off like mm-hmm. why do we start with the conversations with I'm okay it's and it's because we're to the point where it's like we don't want to talk about what's truly going on. I feel like now we, we need to be more honest. We need mm-hmm. to, be able to be able to be like, you know, this is actually what's going on with my life, and mm-hmm. I really do need prayer, right. and, you know, I need you to be there for me. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the biggest steps that I took out whenever I told the church that about my miscarriage because I wanted people to know, me and Chris are going through stuff right now, so we need your prayer. Mm-hmm. We need you guys to come together and to watch over us and to keep us in your minds because honestly, when you go through something so sad or of losing something, you don't, the devil is like on you like a hawk. You know, he's yeah. watching each, every single move that you take. So I needed mm-hmm. prayer on like, you know, we stayed closer in our faith and that yeah. we watched out. And so that's why I decided to open up and tell everyone. And I prayed and hoped that, you know, me saying that made them, like, open up and say, we're all going through something.
0: Mm-hmm. You know? And people did, didn't they? You yeah. said? Yeah.
2: People told me that they've had miscarriages. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was like, why tell me now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know?
0: Which is great. Like, they told me we just often hide it. We don't talk about our trials and that's how i think a lot of times when we go through those things like that's when we see the salvation of the lord you yeah. know like when when moses was leading the the yes. israelites out and they're at this red sea and the egyptians are like right behind yeah. them and everybody who put trust in moses at that time they're like, why would you lead us here to die uh-huh. And he's like, No, you're gonna see stand still and you will see the salvation of the Lord And then so then God told Moses to take his rod and yeah. split the Red Sea and they walked on dry land. Yeah, and then sure the sea did. like completely consumed everything, like all their Egyptians. And I really feel the Lord right now and something in that scripture after that he said That the Egyptians that you once saw and you once knew, you will see no more. So anything, like any battle that you go through, anything that it's hard and you just feel like, why why am I here? Or like those Egyptians, like that was so hard on me. And the Lord is Mm -hmm. saying like, that was very hard, and that was like one of the biggest battles you've ever been in. You thought that you were going to die at that moment. You thought that there was no more living. Mm-hmm. You thought, this is it. And God's like, those Egyptians, like I'm going to completely consume them in this sea. So whatever you're going through, you never see anybody that's listening. Whatever you're going through, that God's going to completely consume that, and that you're going to be okay, and that you will never see those Egyptians again. You'll never see that battle again. And if you do, there's just that battle being longer. But like when you go to heaven that's gone yeah like you'll never have that again the Lord will split that red sea for you and let you walk on the dry land like that scripture when I first really, let that sink in about the dry land he made that so much easier for them to cross that land should have been muddy it should have been hard for them to take that next step but he made it to where it was completely dry that they can just walk through that so peacefully like what you're going through Mm -hmm. like you don't understand like these people are coming behind you like your battles are behind you you understand like all this is happening but how do i have so much peace because you trust like you're going to walk on that dry land
2: yeah absolutely like Absolutely. I remember um, we're, we were in Exodus not too long ago in my Bible study and, mm-hmm. you know, reading about it and you knowing how, like, their faith was so weary, like, for a while. And they told Moses, like, how could you bring us to this mm-hmm. and everything? And, like, Jesus has shown them so much stuff, you know. Moses took them away from the Egyptians, Moses Mm -hmm. did all this stuff, and then they were still a little bit weary Mm -hmm. and everything, but Jesus still showed them the way. Jesus Mm -hmm. still said, okay, you know, let me show you a little bit more what all Mm -hmm. I could do, you know? Mm -hmm. And so Jesus parted that sea and everything, and they were able, and they did, they washed out all those people and everything, and you know, Jesus overcame that. Like, they brought them through that trial that they they Mm -hmm. were facing. And that's one of the biggest things that, you know, I, just, I have so much peace in the Lord that, you know, whatever I go through, there's going to be, I'm going to overcome it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is a temporary home, you know. Mm-hmm. My finish line is that it's yeah. with God. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I just can't, I go through hard times here on earth, but I can't wait to see him and to be able mm-hmm. to be like, you know what, I finished the race. Yeah. And it's just amazing. It's so amazing to have that hope and to have that faith, you know, that, you know, this is not all of it. You know, this, mm-hmm. there's going to be a finish line and everything, mm-hmm. and I'm going to see the Lord
0: yeah. in my babies. There will be no more tears, no, no more pain. More,
2: yeah, no more mm-hmm. of that. And it's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely amazing about crying. Like, I can't, like, fully express that whole entire week how felt like, of having the pregnancy and having to, you know... And then having to jump back to reality after that wake mm-hmm. was real hard. You know, having to go through a miscarriage and everything and have them go through all that. And then, you know, having that wake out from work that my boss allowed me to have. But then having to jump back and think, I have to go back to work. You know, I have to do this. And no one else is stopping, you know. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've never lost anyone before. This is my first loss of my first grief like i had no one prepared me to what what's gonna feel like like mm-hmm. what you were gonna go through like i haven't had a grandpa and grandma pass away
1: mm-hmm.
2: um so i was so confused why why is my emotions feeling all this way like like i didn't can i express like i'm crying mm-hmm. i have doubt mm-hmm. and like chris said to me like he said you're going through grieving i was like what is this so like and i read about it and I was like, that's exactly how I feel. Like I'm, I'm crying. I'm going through doubt. This isn't happening. This is, you know. And then I am like mad. I was mm-hmm. mad. I was sad. And there was days that I was happy, but I was. You know, I was like, am I supposed to be happy? What's going on? Yeah. And thinking about grieving and going through it, I was like what in the heck you know yeah. like I was like this is, I've never felt this before I was like oh my so like that whole week I can't fully like express about how like the whole process was because there were days that like at nighttime when everyone was asleep I cried my was like I was just screaming out of scripture to the Lord I was like Lord I know how powerful you are I know your goodness I know mm-hmm. your word I said bring this baby back to me it was more like what I wanted, mm-hmm. and so like I wasn't really praying of your will be done. Right. I was saying that, but whenever I was saying that, I wasn't meaning it, mm-hmm. and it gave me chills, and I didn't want to accept it, but when I fell asleep the night before my second ultrasound, the scripture that came in my mind was, the Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And, i kind goosebumps. Yeah, and I did not, it was in my head the whole... Time of that this second appointment. And I was like, Lord, no, no, no. Like, I was in so much, not like he gave me a scripture, like he read it off to me.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: all this is like, no, 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 no. And I still doubt, like, I still didn't want to accept it. And that's the part of grieving, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Because I told him to give me a sign. I told him mm-hmm. this for me to not have to go through it again, you know? Like, and sometimes for anyone that's listening to, it's not like God gives you signs and everything all the time like you have to read the bible you have to you know it's mm-hmm. something that like you have to listen to and everything it's not like he's gonna have
1: <laughs> yeah a sign. I don't want to, want to get that
2: <laughs> um so I was whenever I woke up with that scripture in my head I was just like oh lord this you know I had I knew what was gonna happen but I didn't want to accept it and then, so whenever I went for a doctor's again and they told me, I was like, okay. But I still grieved. I still went home the next day and I just cried. And it's okay to let that all yeah, out.
1: Completely.
2: There was days when I would drive home from work and I just cried. You know, I saw all these people that were pregnant and I was just like, oh, what, what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. But the Lord is just so good. And I know he's just in control. Mm -hmm. And I know that he's just going to bring me and Chris through this no matter what he decides. And I'm so thankful, so thankful for my relationship with him. I can't think that enough because he has given me peace. He has given me love. It was either Sunday or Saturday. He really opened my eyes because there was, like, times I was just real sad. and And I was like, God, I just... I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, I'm, I'm always sad and I want to... I don't want to be like this anymore. Mm-hmm. I want to find my blessings you know because mm-hmm. every day like is a blessing you know God shows you his love and his mercy every single day mm-hmm. and I was like Jesus I want to see that still I want I want to see that and right now I'm not seeing it because I'm so sad and I'm like thinking about what I could have and I'm thinking about what my baby could have been and like I was just going through that and then I went to church Sunday and then after church Sunday I was just lay there in my room thinking and the Lord just opened up to me and said, you know, he's a nemesis. I'm so sorry for what you have gone through. It, it Like, I cried because, like, Jesus was just straight up talking to me. He's like, I'm so sorry for what you have gone through. I'm so sorry that you lost this baby. I'm sorry that, you know... You had to, to go through this trial and everything. But he just told me, he said, Nemesis, I want you to know that there is so many people that I love you. There's so many blessings that you have around you, and I do not want you to miss out on them. Mm. And he said, I want you to get peace, and I want you to know that everything's okay. Your baby's fine. You're going to be okay. But I want you to enjoy Chris. I want you to enjoy your dad. I want you to enjoy your mom. I want you to enjoy... Everyone that's in your life, I don't want you to worry anymore. I don't want you to have to worry about what's going on, because um, I'm in control. And I just, it just brought me so many tears mm-hmm. in my eyes because that's what I needed to hear. Yeah. And it was just unbelievable because, like, I was okay. Like, like no one knew what I was really going through at that moment because I was like, it was just in my head, you know? Like I would be happy and everything, but in the back of my head, I'm like, gosh, I'm still. So I'm so grieving, you know. I'm mm-hmm. so real sad. I can't find all of the joy and everything that.
0: I don't know. Just, something that you said just made me think of that. And
2: yeah, I was talking about like how I was just like crying and how like I was, um, you know, I Lord gave me. He gave me the scripture said. Um, I was talking about, like, how the Lord gave me the scripture saying, the Lord the Lord take it away, blessed be the name of the Lord. And, you know, I, did, I didn't want to hear it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, after the whole pregnancy, like, um, I was saying, like, how I didn't want to be sad and all that stuff, yeah. you know. Um, and, oh, yeah, I, re- oh, I remember what I was saying now. <laughs> yeah, um, what's it called? I was talking to the Lord, and I told him, Um, because every day is a gift you know every day God blesses you with something Um, and um, I've been going through I haven't been like I've been smiling and everything and being happy but like I haven't been finding the blessings you know I'm like okay I've Mm -hmm. been going through the motions I've just been like today's another day you know Um, and then the Lord just opened to me and told me he was like he said to me, nemesis no, see, I'm sorry for what you've gone through. I'm sorry that, um, you know, you had to go through this miscarriage. You know, he was telling me, I'm sorry that, you know, um, but this is going to make you stronger. He said, I was sorry, I'm sorry, that you know, you had to go through this pain and everything, but I was with you through each other the step of the way. And he said, I want you to not worry about it anymore. I want you to feel the joy. I want mm-hmm. you to be happy again. And he said, um... I want you to enjoy Chris because there was times where, you know, it was just like I came home and I was like, okay. I just was going through the motions yeah. and, t- and I prayed to the Lord. I said, Jesus, you have blessed me so much. Like, I don't I don't want to be like this, you mm-hmm. know? I don't want to just go through the motions. And so the Lord, um, I came home Sunday and he was just like, he said, I'm sorry. And he said, but I want you to stop. I don't want you to worry about your baby anymore. You know, I want you to love your baby and I want you to know that, you know, your baby's here with me but I want you to have peace I want you to know to love Chris I want you to enjoy Chris I want you to enjoy your parents and I want you to not miss out on the blessings that are here on earth that I have given you yeah and I want you to be able to cherish those times with everybody not um he wants me to grieve but he was like I want you to take the worry and Give it to me, you know, mm-hmm. let me carry it and everything. And I just cried. I just mm-hmm. bawled my eyes out because he just, he opened up, you know, mm-hmm. he told me, you know and I'm saying? I'm sorry, um, but there's so much blessings here around you mm-hmm. that I want you to see. Mm-hmm. I want you to see how, because I was like, you know, God bless me. Like, anything could ever happen. Like, God bless me with my parents today, you know? Mm -hmm. God bless me with my brothers and everything. And I want to cherish that. Like, I want to cherish those moments. And for a while there, I wasn't. For a while there, I was going through the motions. I, I just felt sad. And, um, and then I just told the Lord, I said, I don't want to feel this way no more.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and he was like, and then he told me Sunday, he said, you don't have to feel this way anymore. He said, give it to me, yeah. and I'll feel it. And then you go and enjoy the blessings that I have given you. You know, enjoy spending time with Chris. Enjoy your family. Um, and so that gave me a lot of peace, you know. It was like something that I could, it took me forever, but like I lifted up to him, you know. I was like, okay, I can't. Hold on, you know, Um, my baby's okay. It's up with Jesus, and I'm okay. And I need to realize all the blessings God has given me. And um, so I was so overjoyed, and I just cried, and I, and I told Chris about it, and everything. And we just cried together, Mm -hmm. and it's just amazing. It's just amazing how God works whenever you cry out to Him and tell Him, you know, Mm -hmm. this is how I'm feeling. I need you to do something, you know, and He just. Uplifts it from you and says, Okay, I got it. Now you enjoy the blessings yeah. that I'm giving you. He will
0: always show up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's always with you, but he shows up big like that for you. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. And you just you just hear him, you know you just hear him say what he has to say. and it, it was just so clear, and it's just so amazing to know that he that like he even gave me comfort he told me that, you know, I'm sorry that you had to go through this. I'm sorry that you went through it, you know, mm-hmm. but this is what you need to do now.
0: It was exactly what you needed to hear. Yeah. I love that he said that he was sorry for you, you know? yeah.
2: Like, that shows the
0: love that
2: he has. Absolutely, because, like, you know, I think a lot of people forget that, you know, Jesus knows exactly how we feel because he walked on this earth. Mm-hmm. No matter if he didn't have a miscarriage or anything, he knows, you know, he's gone through something to where he's, like, he knows, like, Mary, you know, her mm-hmm. seeing her son get beaten, you know, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I try to picture, like, my, because we're supposed to walk like Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, like, Mary gave up her son. Yeah. For him to die on the cross for our sins. Mm -hmm. And I told myself whenever I had this miscarriage, I said, Lord, if this is, you know, I know how Mary felt, you know, I fully didn't see my, like hold my baby, but I know like how it is to lose a child and I can't imagine what Mary went through. And so like, I had like a whole, you know, about Jesus's life and about like what all Mary had to go through or what all Jesus had to go through, you know? Yeah. And I feel like it's important for us to realize and to remember Jesus feels everything we felt. You know, he walked on the earth as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: There was times where I was church and like, this is a little bit off the story, but like it's towards where I'm saying like, Jesus feels the exact same way we feel. Mm-hmm. Um, in middle school, I was like, my ex-boyfriend, like he wouldn't text me fast enough. I always wanted them to text me. That's how Jesus feels. Jesus always wants us to talk to him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Jesus always wants us to interact with him. Yeah. So whenever we don't, whenever it's like not to him but whenever we don't go in prayer mm-hmm. whenever we don't talk to him he's like come on, come on. What, yeah. what You know, I'm here. Mm-hmm. He's sending us all these text messages, but we're just not responding back. Mm-hmm. It was crazy because I was telling my friend that at church, I said to her, I said, well, he's not responding back to me. And so we sat there in church and I was just thinking, you know what? That's exactly how the Lord feels whenever we don't respond back to him yeah. and we don't go to him in prayer mm-hmm. when we're hurting. And it just, it opened my eyes and it made me remember like through this time as well, no matter what I go through, Jesus has has felt it you know yeah. so whenever he told me like i am sorry for what you've gone through you know i know he's felt it and i know mm-hmm. it's just it's just amazing yeah
0: mm-hmm. i think that's hard for us too to like to fully even understand that jesus has felt everything like every emotion yeah. that we could ever feel every pain that we could ever feel jesus has felt that so he knows And that's what we want to like when we go through stuff, like we want someone to just listen and to be there and to know that like what you're saying, like you would love for women to get together and to talk about this. Like that's comforting. So for the one who knows exactly like nobody else in this world could ever know exactly how you feel about going through that. But Jesus knows exactly how you feel. And then he's the one that can bring you the comfort that you need. You know? Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah. I fully agree. It's like, no one ever is gonna. I could feel completely different than what someone else is going through, you know. Mm-hmm. They could possibly need some more comfort, like some uh, or something differently than what I'm going through. So I'm never gonna know 100% what someone else's feels, but the Lord does. Yeah. You know, the Lord knows your heart, He knows mm-hmm. your soul, He knows what you need. Mm-hmm. What a better friend to go to in prayer than to the one who created you, yeah. You know, yeah. like I've never lost like someone close to me. So the only grieving process I know is. For my pregnancy, mm-hmm. uh, you always have bad you, days sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you always have bad days sometimes. It's like you're never fully over it, you know. Like, even if you, but like, I can't describe, like, I guess I was just like, and this is why I did it. This is why I told myself, you know, for me to be able to keep my faith. This is why I said, this is why I'm going to keep it realistic and to tell the Lord that, you know, no matter what happens, I'm going to be faithful to you, Mm -hmm. and if I lose this baby, I'm going to be okay. And I told myself that, and I said, if I take this baby to the full pregnancy, I'm going to praise you. If I don't, I'm going to praise you, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I think that would make me stronger because, I honestly, like the Lord just told me, he's like, you know, I, I had my faith strong enough, and I was like, you know what? No matter what people tell me, if they say that my faith is weary, I know me. And I know if I say to myself, everything's going to be okay, I'm going to have this pregnancy, I'm going to have this pregnancy, and I don't, my faith, I'm, I'm going to be weary, you know? Yeah. And so I know my faith, I know my Lord, I know how I feel. So I was like, this is what I need to do to be able to know my relationship's going to be secure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was comfort. I had peace. You know, I was like, okay, Lord, what's the next step? Yeah. What do you want me to do now? And then that's why I was like, you know what? Okay, I'll, I'll spread my story, you know. I'll, I'll message Tiffany. I'll see, mm-hmm. you know, if she would like to do a broadcast and everything. Lord, just, just keep on guiding me the steps of what you want me to do, you know. Because I want to be, your follower, you know. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to glorify you, you know. I want you to help me through this, you know. I want, I want a family, you know. I want to be able to, tell little ones about you and your goodness and yeah. your mercy. And so I was like, if this is what you need me to do, Lord, then show me the way.
0: So I feel like you're supposed to pray over anyone that's listening to this, who has been through this experience, who has gone through this experience, just to pray over them, because you've been through that, and you know what it feels like, so you have a heart that really knows what to pray. So if you want to go ahead and go into prayer and just let the Lord lead you.
2: Absolutely. Um, Jesus, I just want to pray for whoever is listening, either if they lost a baby or either, Jesus, they're going through, uh, either they lost a baby, Jesus, or either they know someone that did or related to someone that has, um, or someone that has gone through grieving. Someone that has lost someone close to them. Um, Jesus, I just pray, God, that you just send them comfort, send them peace, um, Jesus, through this journey that they're about to face of grieving, grieving, um, Jesus. Because it's a process, you know, um, we go through, um... Doubts. We go through times where we just want to cry. We go through times where um, we're just confused and we don't know what to do. Um, And Jesus, I just pray, God, that you just lay a hand upon them and give them peace. And Jesus, sometimes through this process, we don't even know what to pray. And so that's why I'm here to pray for them, Jesus. Um, And just allow them to know that they could just say your name and that you hear them and that you are touching them and you are watching over them. And I just pray, God, that you just give them um, love and put people in their life to show them your glory and your goodness. Um, And I just pray, Jesus, that you just be with the ones that are going through this, Jesus, that it just makes them stronger. And that they'll be able to see your glory through it, and I pray also that you just be with the ones that, um, their family members going through it or their friends going through it, and they just don't know what to do, Jesus. And I just pray, God, that you just allow them to, um, to tell them what what they need to do, give them listening ears so that they'll be able to listen to their family member or their friend, Jesus. Um, give them peace and let them know that they're doing everything okay. And that Jesus, that you let them know that um, they are loved, and that um, they are not alone, and that if they have any questions to go to you in prayer, Jesus, if they if they want to know that is this the right thing to say to them, um, that they may ask you, you know, go into prayer and say, you know, what does my friend need, or what does my family member need as they are going through this situation because Jesus you know them more than anyone else and I just pray that you be with them and I just pray God that you just watch over and everybody that's going through the situation and that you let them know that the baby is with you Jesus and that it is safe and that Jesus you just be with them through the grieving process and that you just let you just lay hands upon them and gather angels around them because that's what I picture whenever I'm just down crying and I'm crying out for help, Jesus. I just picture a thousand angels just around me. And you looking up and saying, she needs love. And you just send all these angels and holding me tight. And I just pray you do that for everyone going through this situa- this situation right now. That you just send a thousand angels upon them. No matter if they lost a the pregnancy or no matter if going through loss, they lost someone, Jesus, I just pray. God, they be with them. And I just pray, Jesus, that you just watch over them with a thousand angels and just hold them tightly and squeeze them and give them love and peace and comfort and let them know, God, that you are in control and to let them know to not give up, Jesus, and to keep their faith in you. Um, and I just pray, God, that you just watch over them and keep them safe and um, allow them to be able to gather themselves around people that are going to give them peace, people that are going to give them hope, um, in
0: Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Guys, I hope that you really just were encouraged and just felt hope and peace with Nemesis' testimony. When you're in that moment of like darkness and you feel like there's no light, I pray that our testimony was just some light for you to see the Lord and that He wants to come to you and to know that He hears you and that He'll meet you and just to cry out to Him and to know that He's just there to comfort you and like His Scripture says that He'll never leave you comfortless, but He'll come to you. So wherever you are, in the lowest pit that you could ever be in or the darkest pit you could ever be in and that no one can reach you. Know that He said that He will come to you. You don't have to go anywhere. That He will spiritually meet you where you are and physically too, if you're just having a hard time, that He will meet you there. So I thank you, Nemesis, for being um, so vulnerable and raw and just allowing the Lord to use your trials right now to help people. I think that's awesome. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on.